Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food in Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. Now, last week I talked about five pasta sauces that you needed to master. This week I thought it would be good to talk about sauces in general. Sauces are an important part of cooking and eating. They add color, flavor, and diversity to a plate, and knowing how to make a sauce can make an okay meal delicious. The thing is that the assumption a lot of people make is that sauces have to be complicated. Yes, there are a lot of sauces out there that are complicated, but we're going to focus on sauces that are complex only in flavor. Today, we're going to look at five simple sauces that will change your life. Number one, compound butters. A compound butter is a butter that is mixed with flavorings. Often items like garlic, fresh herbs, spices, anchovies, and even brandy are added to the butter to add flavor. Compound butter is fantastic when used in place of regular butter served with bread, but more importantly, they work very well as a sauce. A few pieces of compound butter on a steak or a piece of fish right before you serve it can make for a light, flavorful sauce. You can also use compound butter to flavor mashed potatoes or pretty much anything. It's really good on corn on the cob, too. Another great aspect of a compound butter is that it can be frozen. It will last for a few months in the freezer, and it's there when you need it. There are some classic compound butter recipes, such as Burr Matradido Hotel, uh, that was terrible, I'm sorry, which is butter mixed with salt, pepper, parsley, and lemon juice. Uh, and then there are more inter- interesting preparations, um, like the ones found in a Savur article that I've linked on the blog if you want to check it out. Uh, to make a compound butter, you take one pound of butter, let it come to room temperature, and then mix in whatever flavorings you would like. You know, a big handful of parsley, a little bit of brandy, some salt pepper, a little bit of lemon juice or vinegar. You can add anchovies to it, you can add chilies to it, you can add whatever you want to add to it. You go ahead. Then spread it out in a long sheet on parchment or plastic wrap. Evenly distribute the butter in a long line uh, because we want to make like a snake. Now wrap it tightly and twist the ends to tighten the snake. Then you can put it in the freezer or the fridge and when you're ready to use it, cut a few pieces off with a hot knife and you are good to go. Number two, pan sauce. Pan sauce is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. It is a sauce that is made in a pan. (laughs) Um, Very clever. The idea is is that bits of meat or food that are left over on the bottom of the pan go into flavoring the sauce rather than just being dumped down the drain. Most pan sauces start by first uh, discarding any excess oil that is accumulated in the pan. We don't want a greasy sauce. And then the next step is to add a liquid. This would preferably be an alcohol like wine or brandy. It could also be a stock or water. Water should be your last resort. This initial liquid is used to lift all the bits of food off the bottom of the pan. We call this deglazing. And this liquid is then reduced to concentrate the flavor. uh, And then often a secondary liquid will be added. This secondary liquid could be cream, demi-glace, coconut milk, or stock if the initial liquid was alcohol. The secondary liquid would also be reduced to concentrate the flavor and thicken the sauce. Other flavorings like minced onion, shallot, or garlic may also be added to the sauce, and these items would be added and cooked prior to the addition of the first liquid. Fresh herbs can also be added either whole or minced, but would usually be added near the end of the cooking process. The last thing that almost always goes into a pan sauce is butter. The butter enriches the flavor of the sauce. It gives the sauce a smooth, silky texture and a nice shine, and the butter is added to the sauce and whisked in so that it doesn't just sit on the top of the surface. So let's go back to the steak example for a minute. You just finished searing a steak and removed it from a pan. 
you dump all the excess oil into a tin can or something that isn't going to melt or break from the heat. And then you add one tablespoon of minced onion or shallot and one teaspoon of minced garlic. Saute this for a minute or two until the onion is pretty much cooked. You don't want to brown these, you just want them translucent. Now add a quarter cup of white wine, brandy, red wine, whatever you want, rum, whiskey. Cook the wine until about half of it has evaporated. Now add a quarter cup of beef stock and cook that until it is evaporated by half. Um, with the beef stock, add two sprigs of thyme and, or one sprig of rosemary. And once the stock has reduced, add two tablespoons of whipping cream and bring it to a boil. Cook the sauce until it begins to thicken. Now add one tablespoon of that sweet, sweet butter. Remove the pan from the heat and whisk until the butter is melted and incorporated into the sauce. Pour the sauce over your steaks and enjoy. Number three, sauce vierge, spelled V-I-E-R-G-E. Traditionally, sauce vierge, which means virgin sauce because it's not cooked, is made of olive oil, tomatoes, basil, and lemon juice. Uh, it may seem Italian, but it's actually French. This incredibly simple sauce goes exceptionally well on fish or chicken. Uh, other herbs may be substitute for basil or used in addition to the basil. Other acids like flavored vinegars may also be added to suit your taste and needs. There really isn't much more I can say about this sauce. It doesn't really get more, much more simplistic than this or more delicious. Uh, so yeah, literally you just take uh, tomatoes, you quarter up some cherry tomatoes or just cut them in half, add some basil, some lemon juice, and some olive oil. A little bit of mint in there would be really good. Um, any, any kind of green herb goes really well in it. And then just spoon it over your fish. Just spoon it over your fish. Number four, vinaigrette. I've talked about vinaigrettes a lot in different posts. Usually I'm talking about them in terms of salad dressing, but this basic sauce goes very well on fish. The right vinaigrette can also work on beef, pork, chicken, duck, or lamb. Master this technique and you can use it everywhere. The ratio of oil to vinegar is three to one. That's three parts oil to one part vinegar. Use mustard either as a powder or prepared to bind the oil in the vinegar. Use honey, maple syrup, or whatever um, other sweetener and sta to stabilize the sauce and mix everything but the oil together and then slowly whisk in the oil. That's how you make a vinaigrette. Vinaigrettes work in so many places. Master it. Master it. Uh, chimichurri number five. This is one of my all-time favorites. Chimichurri sauce is similar to sauce vierge, but more complex in flavor. It originates in South America and uses local ingredients to pack a big punch of flavor into every bite. Typically, it consists of parsley, cilantro, oregano, garlic, chilies, olive oil, and vinegar. Some variations contain tomato, which is how I like it, and some have a much higher portion of chilies to make the sauce much spicier. You could also kind of fudge it a little bit and add whatever you want to this sauce and call it a chimichurri. That's kind of what people do. This sauce goes exceptionally well with steak, but also works with fish, chicken, or pork. It can also be mixed with mayonnaise to make a kick-ass sandwich spread. And though untraditionally, uh, though untraditional, it is one of my favorite taco condiments as well. It goes really well on a carne asada taco. Uh, chimichurri pretty much tastes how you would expect summer to taste. That's very true, especially when combined with grilled steak. It's like you eat it with steak and you cannot help but think of like a warm sunny day even if it's the dead of winter. So there you have it, five relatively simple sauces that will change your life. Master these five sauces and you will be set. They are so versatile and so useful that you will never run out of things to sauce.
I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And that's where you can find uh, more on these sauces. It's written out in blog form. Um, everything I just read, and there's links and everything. So if you want to check it out, go to HowToNotBurnShit.com, five sauces that will change your life. Uh, you can follow me, and you should follow me, on Instagram and Twitter, at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Uh, tell your friends about this podcast. Rate it. Comment on it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do whatever you want with it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, this episode is obviously a little longer than usual. I find that these lists usually are. But thank you for sticking with me. Guys, I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. Tomorrow's Thursday, so that's Brief History Day. Uh, and again, if anybody has any ideas for Brief History episodes, hit me up on one of the aforementioned um, social medias. Because uh, I would love to hear what you would like to hear. All right, guys, thank you so much. Have a great Wednesday, and I'll see you tomorrow.